Hi. <laughs> so meek. So meek. So shy. Then. I have to reserve my energy for content creation. So short high. Uh, you need to be chugging some game fuel if that's the case. Cue the it's, game fuel. It's pretty much empty. It's pretty much empty. <laughs> I love how you always have some sort of like gross, like sugary drink. And I'm like, here I have my bubbly sparkling water with zero sugar and zero calories. Well, sir, to be frank, this one doesn't have sugar in it because it's game fuel. Zero. Who the fuck is Frank? It's Francine's brother. <laughs> um, minutes before this, the podcast, which, uh, hi, I'm Alex. And then my co-host, Steph, is laughing. Perish. Welcome to Gay is In. <laughs> we are here. We're queer. And we have shit to say. Okay, so like minutes before we started recording... Um, you were talking about Waldo for some reason. You said Waldo by accident. And so we've made a um we've made an executive decision that Waldo is Waldo's sister and it's we have to keep it really simple so people will remember that it is Waldo's sister. So Waldine or Walda. So I also made a joke about uh Francine being Frank's sister. <laughs> when I was like, just to be frank with you, and you're like, Who's Frank? It's like that's that's Francine's brother. Or, <laughs> Duh. Just to be frank or Francine with you. Just to be frank or Francine, you know. Or Francine. Don't want to Whatever be... you're fancy. <laughs> Don't want to assume anyone's gender. <laughs> no gender assumptions here. Frank, Francine. Walda. I don't know. Francis was the gender neutral. Yeah. That's right. Slash gender inclusive. However you would like to phrase that. Francine. I think gender inclusive is technically the... Uh, uh, the correct term or how we would say it here in new england gender gender inclusive because you know. i really don't think that's how we'd say it <laughs> in new england i think it would be more like oh, oh hell yeah that's uh wicked gender inclusive <laughs> wicked gender inclusive i said <laughs> on, on um on my weekly call last night with uh my international friends um I'm from I'm from the Northeast. I'm from New England. I say wicked. And so, like, I was talking about something. I was like, oh, yeah, it's wicked this. And they were like, oh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, like, what the fuck do you expect me to do? Not say it? Yeah. Like, I, it's funny because I, I mean, I have Massachusetts blood running through my veins. But, like, I did grow up in upstate New York. But also, I grew up raised by my mother, who is... Wicked New England. <laughs> like, a, wicked, a wicked New Englander. And if you, like, I love, like, okay, I love my uncle. He's very problematic because he's just one of those typical, like, older generation men who just, like, you know, just, like, a typical fucking older-ish dude. And yeah. he, uh, he's just so fucking New England. He's so Italian. And he mm. just has the thickest thickest fucking boston accent and everything he says and he he sounds like adam sandler but like in a deeper voice like <laughs> he's just like oh, i don't know i was just driving my truck and uh, this fucking guy came up and he was like wicked pissed and like he's just like <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about he's absolutely he's so like italian boston italian i just it's it gets me every time. I mean, they, they're all like that, but something about him is just exceptionally 
exceptionally New England, and it just comes so naturally to him. And then if you like bring it up, he's like, "What?" You know, like he just like <laughs> this is how it's I am. Very stereotypical. <laughs> it's so stereotypical. Like it's literally like the SNL version of a, like a Boston yep. Italian person. You, is what it sounds like. You cannot make this shit up, man. Like it is. <laughs> it is legit. But uh, anywho. Um, uh, Walda and gender inclusive. Oh, gender inclusive. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, the, <laughs> I was talking about gender inclusivity because gender neutral kind of assumes that there is existing gender when gender is made up. So, so gender inclusive for kids. No gender neutral. <laughs> oh, we're not doing a kids episode this week. That's right. <laughs> we <are Yeah>. gonna- <laughs> gender. We spent we spent like five minutes before starting recording talking about why we wouldn't do like the kids episode because neither of us have kids <laughs> yeah and we don't know what it's like to have to teach your kids about homosexuals or gender yeah. or any of that we're just like uh we're just gonna drink our caffeinated no this isn't ca- this is caffeine i was gonna say you're just drinking bubbly water yeah oh Ma'am. also i wanted to comment yes you have zero sugar but you have artificial sweeteners and that shit which is hell yeah i do that's why probably like, worse well here's the thing is that like i i feel like we've talked about this before where i just just sugar leaves for me like a bad mouth feel like i feel like my mouth is like coated in something and then also like i feel like really dehydrated after i drink any sort of like a sugary beverage and i don't know why that is there's probably some kind of scientific explanation but like when i do like i prefer sugar free and i prefer the taste at this point um of course like if i'm in a pinch I'm not going to say no to sugar soda. <laughs> like, like whatever, every so often. As a little treat. As a little treat. <laughs> Have a regular sugar soda. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I just, pref- I prefer the artificial sweeteners, which you're probably right. There's probably some horrible shit going on inside of me, but like, <laughs> it's probably like for multiple reasons <laughs> for all of the trash that I eat. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember which one it was. It was one of the gay ones that I listened to, and um, one of the girls was saying something like, um, "Well, because I have, you know, like sometimes I have like intestinal problems." And then everyone agreed, like, "Oh, everyone does," <clears throat> because of all the fucking chemicals we ingest on a daily basis. And I think about sometimes how, like, I ha- I've been eating completely clean i can't say completely clean that's a lie i've been eating as clean as i can eat and drink um for Mm -hmm. the past like year and i have way less intestinal problems like yeah i feel so much like my stomach feels so much better just like eating like mostly organic and i cut out like so much shit um yeah it's insane how like much yeah. my stomach feels better and when i do eat something like i got um gluten-free oreos because that was a new thing and i was like yay gluten-free oreos um yep. which oreos are just chemicals so i housed down like a whole pack in like fucking two minutes and a i probably ate too many but b like <laughs> it's just <laughs> you're like why do i feel sick i only ate the entire package <laughs> And like, I only ate the family pack. I don't understand. I don't understand why I don't feel good. 
<laughs> and I dipped them in vodka. What is wrong? I don't understand. You're like, I, <laughs> I, I just like dunk them in like a whole like pint of like regular cow's milk. Like I don't understand what the problem is. I only dunk them in the toxic waste. Why do I feel so bad? <laughs> why do I? Why do I feel so sick? <laughs> um, but every time I eat them. I, I just like I get like indigestion and like heartburny ish feeling and um A I know a lot of that is because um Oreos are not dairy free um and I cut out dairy from my diet as well. But also Oreos are all, all chemicals, so <laughs> like it's yeah like yeah bad. Yeah, I think that like I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has different. Like, it's it's so granular for from person to person because, like, you know, a good example for in in my family, um, my siblings and my mom are all like have some kind of like an an allergy to mushrooms. Like, mm-hmm. if if they eat anything that's like prepped with mushrooms, even touched by a mushroom, they get sick. Um, I'm not like that, but for me personally, um, it's like about balancing it out. Where like. I'll eat fast food, like, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks. But I also cook most of, like, we eat out, like, once a week. But we cook a lot. Like, we're cooking, like, a lot of things from scratch or, like, mostly from scratch. Um, and I personally don't have, like, digestive issues. But, like, when I, when I eat, like, fast food, like, two days in a row, that's when I start having the problems. So yeah. it could be, like... I don't know. I still, I still like ingest dairy products and eat bread. I eat so much bread. <laughs> mm, I love bread. Big fan of bread here. Um, but yeah, I think for me personally, it's about balance. I know that people like, like I said, that's why I brought up the mushroom allergy thing. Everybody has a different, like a different digestive system that you probably inherited from somebody in your family or whatever. Oh yeah, everyone um, has shit. Like yeah. my my mom has. My, <clears throat> I think my dad mostly has. Like he has really bad like stomach problems in general but he also is an alcoholic so um, i'm sure most of that is just acid reflux from beer probably but yeah. <laughs> um and then I, I, everyone on my mom's side is just unhealthy in general so yeah i mean what are you gonna do huh what are you gonna do yeah and i also just like don't snack a lot and i also don't eat sweets mm. of my like it's not like a i try not to eat sweets it's like i just Somebody as a child let me have a lot of money and let me run wild in in the BJ's and buy like those packs of chocolate. Like I like I remember as a child for some reason having money, don't know where it came from, and um and just so much fucking candy. Like my room, I like I had like a gumball machine. I had like a container that was just like gobstoppers. I had a mini fridge which I acquired by selling my PlayStation and in that mini fridge was soda. Like I I ate so much candy as a child. So at one point I just got sick of it and was like I'm good. So like now like nowadays like maybe every so often I'll have like a sweet thing. But like a big for instance is that um when I go grocery shopping, I buy Tanya ice cream because she loves ice cream. Um, so I'll get her like a pint of Ben and Jerry's, but then I get myself, have you seen like the very small cups of Ben and Jerry's that are like a dollar? I get myself like two of those. And then I usually like, I might eat one like, oh, during the week. Sometimes I don't like, I just like, I might just like eat one once a week. Yeah. I just don't have, like, I don't have that need. You put a can of Pringles in front of me. They're gone. (laughs) (laughs) 
They've already disappeared. <laughs> what are Pringles made out of? Because they're not like I think I th- I think that they're made out of the same thing that uh <laughs> when you buy like the instant mashed potatoes, I think they're made out of those potato granules. <laughs> I I wish I was kid like I wish that that was like a big joke on my end, but I'm like ninety five percent sure because they aren't potato chips. They're like a potato product. Yeah, they're not like yeah. real food. They're like <laughs> Yeah. That's why I think it's they're the mashed potato flakes, just put pressed into chip. I really think that someone was like I didn't even think about that until like back when I was eating like shit I had some Pringles and someone's like those aren't even fucking chips and I was like what do you mean they're like it's not even fucking food and I was like you're right they're not real they're not regular potato chips (laughs) like what are these like what are these made out of like I'm like 95% sure it's like those mashed potato granules so fucking weird yeah i mean i still like them but oh they're delicious yeah okay. everything bad for you is delicious speaking of things mm-hmm. that are bad for you let's talk about some um gaga oreos oh yeah so i um i mean i know that you procured some and i procured some i just like last night um like as i've been grocery shopping over the last couple of weeks i've been keeping my eye out but they haven't been stocked at the grocery stores that i go to um so I, on Target.com, you can just order a bunch of fucking Gaga Oreo packs. So I, I ordered a few. Um, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself with that one. Um, could you just, like, imagine if, like, every time you, like, burped or whatever, someone was like, bless you. <laughs> I wish they were. It's just polite. <laughs> I wish they would excuse me like that. Um, but uh, so I ordered a few packs of Gaga Oreos just because like, while we'll probably open up like one pack uh, and I, maybe I'll like look at the Oreos, I, I might like have one. <laughs> like I, I don't really like Oreos that much unless they're in like a milkshake. Mm. Oh, you know what you can do? Um, what like what flavor are they? Because I know they're they're not. Are they just regular flavor? Just dyed different I, color? I genuinely don't know. <laughs> Okay, because I did this one time with regular, well, with gluten-free Oreos, regular gluten-free mm-hmm. double stuff Oreos, and I like jizzed my pants. It was so delicious. I got um, what I thought would be a peanut butter latte from this place that I really like, um, mm-hmm. but I think that they didn't. I think they just forgot to add the syrup because it was it was it was just a regular latte. There was definitely yeah, no probably flavoring. Probably. Yeah. So I um, oh, there's my company that I work for. Sorry, you're at work. <laughs> Um, <laughs> bye, <laughs> millipickies. Um, you just reminded me. I didn't get a chance to tell you about. Um, so for my job, um, I was just like working on a quick turnaround project with some extraordinarily basic coding skills that I mostly got from my MySpace days. HTML. <laughs> it was it's it's HTML, and yeah. it was just like linking some things and stuff people think you're like a wizard if you can like do the most basic of html coding which they whoever i was working with thought i was a wizard because i got a bonus for doing my job copy and pasting it was copy paste it was copy pasting and linking so that it opened an email like when you clicked on it like like come on you're a wizard harry i'm a i'm a wizard i'm a what (laughs) You're you're a wizard, Wanda. I'm a I'm a what? What? Um, what? In any case, 
Where were we? <laughs> oh, the Gaga Oreos. So you're telling me about whatever you did with your not peanut butter latte. See, 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 see. Um, so I got home and I'm like, okay, this is not a peanut butter latte. So I put it in the blender. You see, I put a little peanut butter in it and then I put some fucking Oreos in it and I blended oh, yeah. that shit up and it was so fucking good. I drank that so fast. I was like, I literally thought that I had an addiction. I'm like, I need, I need another one. I need another one. What, like, what was the, um, like the texture? Like, was it like milkshake? Like, was it like a like a Starbucks frap? Like, what was the what no, was the vibe? It was so it was a hot it was a hot latte. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't grainy like I thought. I thought it would be like a little bit grainy because of the yeah. cookies that are in it. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't. I also have a very good blender, so. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but... <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> I worked hard for that blender. That was, honestly, that blender was one of the first, th- one of my first purchases as an adult that it made me feel like I started making money and I was like, okay, let me rewind. I started making actual money because I yeah. uh, was living on my own since I was 18. So mm-hmm. by the time I got that blender, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm finally making money to where, like, my money, my bank account is accumulating and not just... yeah. You know, like instead of like living the, the fully paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, like I can't leave my house because I don't have enough gas um, until I get paid. Type of fucking living. <laughs> yep. But um, I bought a vacuum, that blender, and a floor steamer, like a mop, a steaming mop thing. Um, yep. Because I'm a Virgo and I clean things, but uh-huh. um, the blender. Yeah, it's a good blender. But anyway, um, so the consistency wasn't weird. It was. It just had a it was a little bit, a little bit thicker than like your average latte would be. Um, yeah. But I'm used to that because I put protein powder in my my lattes anyway, so okay. it's it's a little bit thicker regardless. But um, mm-hmm. it wasn't a weird consistency, and I only put like okay. two Oreos in there and just like a little bit, like a little tiny bit of peanut butter, and it was like just the perfect okay. amount. So I didn't like put like a whole pack in there. <laughs> Why do I feel sick? <laughs> I only ate two family packs of Oreos. <laughs> uh, but if the Gaga Oreos are um, regular flavored, just dyed. That's like a total scam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, marketing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Marketing. Um, so I bought like a few. I did buy a few packs of it. And what I found out, I mean, the reason why I bought like three packages is because um uh, so apparently, the Lady Gaga Oreos will be available for purchase in um, in Canada and the UK. But the thing is, is that like any of the ones that aren't imported from the states are just going to be regular Oreos, not dyed in Lady Gaga packaging. And that is because uh, the dye used to dye the Oreos is uh, not approved <laughs> by the uh, Canadian and UK governments. So naturally, because our food safety laws are not as restrictive <laughs> we get the we get the dyed oreos so i grabbed a couple of extra packs just in case uh anybody wants wants some uh pink gaga oreos welcome to america where things are chemicals and not good for <laughs> Everything's you chemicals. like between that and like skincare approved stuff like it's fucked <laughs> oh yeah i literally like i don't trust any i'm also very not only like what i ingest food wise but like what i put on my put on my body as well shampoos skincare all of that it's all like you know even like laundry detergent it's all like i don't want to say like organic but it's mostly plant 
face products and stuff that's mm-hmm. not like no added things like <clears throat> like um I was arguing with my roommate about like the I, I know we've had this conversation before about like my laundry detergent and she's like well you can't have chemical you can't go completely chemical free I'm like yes that is true but like I don't need this added stuff like why do I need this added you know scent, scent? she's like well, I want my clothes to smell good it's like you can put fucking little um they have like lavender dryer bags or yeah you know all that yeah like, like if you do like fabric softener sheets or whatever well which is terrible like that's worse than the probably worse than the fucking fragrance and the laundry detergent um fabric sheets are terrible but um they do have like fabric sheets that are not made of just pure fucking chemicals but like there's things that like um like i don't need added this i don't need added that i don't need these added chemicals so yeah like there's things that like i do want chemicals in my laundry detergent because i want my clothes to be clean and if that is required for my clothes to be clean then do uh, do it up but like i don't need the added stuff like whatever color booster and this and that it's like nah dude i'm i'm good <laughs> like i'm just going to be as basic basic as i can with my clothes still getting clean and call it a day i don't know how i got on that rampage but i like to talk talk about being have your uh, have your have your feelings uh changed at all about covid detergent or like no i still stand by my fucking covid detergent argument <laughs> speaking of which i thought about you yesterday when i was watching a fucking commercial um it was armor all the um the uh auto wipes like the auto um oh yeah yeah, yeah. like your car wipes like your dashboard wipes and everything armor all has now is now selling a disinfectant cleaning spray for your vehicle it's like you can just use regular fucking lysol and just spray it on there like, you don't need a specific <laughs> fucking one designed for your vehicle. You can just use regular fucking sanitizer bullshit and you will be fine. <sighs> That's how I feel about that. I mean, in in their... Okay, this isn't a defense because I think that this kind of bullshit capitalism sucks ass in a bad way, obviously. Um, but, like, it's... It's really smart marketing because people, some people are going to think that they need it because they're like trying to be as COVID safe as possible. That's, that is a demographic at this point, which is sad that it has to be a demographic because there are like so many people who don't give a shit about COVID still, (laughs) but that's, that's the marketing. I see. That's how it work. I see the, that's how it work. I see the people who are, the people who are going to buy that are the people who have these really nice cars that don't know any better and they're like oh but if you use the armor all kind i can sanitize the everything and it's not gonna hurt the material it's like it's if you just get a fucking uh container of like uh sanitizing wipes look on the back see what fuck like see what's safe like what it'll tell you like hey don't use this on this or hey don't use this on that yeah like don't use it on leather or something yeah like just fucking open your eyes read it see if it's good google it maybe if you're still not sure um i don't know but you don't need to go out of your way to get overpriced shit just because it's labeled for your vehicle like i can understand like i don't know like if your vehicle is made of like granite you know, because like, you can't clean granite with just, like, anything. <laughs> like, this is my granite vehicle. Yeah, like, don't mind. I just have fucking granite fucking dashboard in my vehicle. Don't mind me. 
I just like uh, that would be so fucking heavy. Like, why would you do that? I need for, to. I need answers on this for, hypothetical granite vehicle you've created. You know, like when it's really bad out, the roads are terrible, and you're driving a fucking Pepsi can on wheels. You just add granite countertops to the inside of your vehicle. You can have a snack. You can cut up something on the little cutting board, and you won't get stuck. Hopefully. And your tires will probably pop. (laughs) Please don't, please don't use knives while you drive. I don't know what kind of like a disclaimer to put on this fucking wacky ass vehicle (laughs) that you have just described. That has like a light, light, light aluminum outside and heavy countertops on the inside. (laughs) Uh, Toyota, please sponsor us. Toyota, sponsor us, I guess, if you want. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> Someone will think that it's a good idea someday. And I'll be so uh, rich. That's a lie. No. I, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to like 99%. Not on this one, bud. 99.9%. So, so I wanted to show you, based on this creativity, this art, if you will, um, that you've, you've brought up. Um, so last night I made some art and I don't know if you remember this particular, um, capability that I have that I've definitely discussed with you and you probably forgot. Um, so to bring to my art themed, uh, group call last night, um, I made a bunch of balloon animals. (laughs) I have a stack of balloon animals sitting on my desk. (laughs) I knew, I, I did forget that was a thing that you do. (laughs) It's fun for parties. (laughs) listen like when people are like hey like so i mean my favorite thing to bring to a party as you already know is a pinata because like when people because like if i get invited to somebody's house i'm always like is there something you want me to bring do you need any more like booze like what like what do you need and they're like oh bring whatever you want i'm like i'm bringing a pinata (laughs) you know what i want to smash a pinata be the change you want to see in the world bring the pinata to that party because people fucking get so hype for a pinata. Oh, like yeah. you can you can always figure out how to hang a pinata up at someone's home. Like it's not hard to figure out. And then like you fill it with candy and maybe some like nips slash airplane bottles, which I yep. found out not everybody calls it calls them nips. Um, yeah. Uh that was a yeah. term that I learned when I moved to New Hampshire, by the way. Yep. I didn't know what that meant until I moved here. Yeah, I I, I genuinely like I, I can theorize why they would be called such but everybody else calls them like airplane bottles um but yeah so like you bring a pinata with a bunch of candy and and nips in it and like people fucking love that shit people get so hype yeah i have several videos of parties that you have brought a pinata to and uh yeah it's a great time people just smashed the shit out of it i remember that one time you brought a trump one i didn't i didn't bring a trump one Oh, maybe it was Erica. Uh, it was. Oh, it was Erica. Okay, someone Pretty had sure. a, someone had a Trump pinata, and that was when I was dating my ex. And she was like, "I didn't want to hit the pinata because she supported Trump." She's like, "I didn't want to hit the pinata because I wasn't. I don't think I was at that party. That's why I don't remember this very uh, well." Okay, it was at Lyrica's house, and if it was, was for Trump one of their pinata. birthdays, there were there were a couple parties we missed because we were traveling. Remember traveling? Do you remember places? No. <laughs> me neither i had a moment today where i was like driving home and i was like i was like listening surprise everybody i was listening to uh punisher the record by phoebe bridgers and um i was just like thinking about like 
uh, this would have been such a good record to go see the concert for see her tour for and i just like got sad for a minute because i was like i haven't been to a concert in like a, a year and a half yeah like i didn't go to any last year because fucking Haley kyoko canceled like pre-covid like she canceled her her dates um I, I do love you, Haley Kiyoko. Please, <laughs> <laughs> please, please come to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cuss in front of your name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> did, did you see? Um, did you watch the SNL um, with Phoebe on? Yes, the... I fucking did. And the wildest thing about that whole performance was the after effect of people on like Twitter and shit, and even my mother being like, <laughs> "My own she? mother." My own mother, like, be like, why'd she smash a guitar? It's like, because she fucking wanted to. Because like, she can. Because she can. And there's, like, that's it. That's the, that's the whole statement. Like, yeah. everybody was like, I, it just it had, like, a tinge of, like, misogyny to it. Because that's, like, what what people did back in the day. Rock and roll, man. Like, yeah. and she had, she literally had talked to the makers of the guitar and was like, hey, I'm going to try to smash this. And they're like... <laughs> they're like good luck like these runes are really hard to break <laughs> good luck bitch. and they like like it was all a planned thing that was a fake monitor she was smashing like they did it for safety reasons obviously and yeah. I-, I liked her tweet after which was <laughs> next time i will just uh burn the guitar and it will be way more expensive <laughs> like it was so fucking funny but yeah that being like the wild that was that was just so stupid like what a weird thing to be critical of because her performances were fantastic like one one critique i do have for for the snl performances that i've seen which would be hers and like king princess and stuff is that they don't boost the vocal enough like Mm -hmm. she was really quiet during kyoto and then it sounded better for um i know the end but i loved her performances they were very good she's incredible that's it Haley Kiyoko, come on our podcast. Phoebe, just notice me. You don't have to come on. Alex, out. Just That's just it. acknowledge my existence and then we can just like move on. Uh, uh, have you tweeted her anything? No. What kind of a psycho do you think I am actually trying to communicate with her? I actually do. You know, um, you know T.S. Madison? Yeah. Okay. I love T.S. Madison. And she um she posted something on her. So I'm going to plug in my laptop real quick. Um, she posted something on her twitter um because she was a guest judge on drag race this season and um she was just like she posted a video of like them introducing her and she was like i'm always gonna love rupaul and rupaul's drag race and um i like commented and i was like you know i wish that you know more trans people would show their appreciation for him you know it was really nice to see you on the show it was really nice like i hope you come back to the panel like i loved you being on there and she like retweeted it like and I was like, Damn, oh, I son. wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah. All I said was just like, I, I, you know, I wish more people would, cause like I think some trans people, um, I, I can't speak for them, and I don't, and I don't know these people, but I'm, I'm sure some of them like are afraid to speak out on like, cause like I know, I don't want to like, oh, I, um, I don't want to misuse my words because um, I just don't want to, but like I. I get That's the feeling a wise that decision. some people, <laughs> uh, some trans people who may be fans or maybe aren't fans and just don't care, but, like, I feel like some of them probably don't speak out on, like, being a fan 
because they might get backlash from the rest of the trans community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that to be true. I might just be talking out of my ass. I just like, I'm sure someone out there has that feeling like, oh, I don't want to say that I like, I watched the show because I don't want people giving me shit for it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I had to say about that. She, yeah, just that she retweeted it and I was like, I thought like she liked it and then retweeted it. Cause like I get likes, you know, from people, whatever, but, um, I just thought it was like a thing. I was like, oh, okay. I guess, um, I guess she liked that. That's all. Yeah, that's good. I remember you reminded me, um, of a time where I uh, did tag Phoebe in my Instagram story because it was during a time where she kept posting things where people would tag her and be like, is this Phoebe Bridgers? And it would be like, I don't know, like a mop (laughs) or something. Um, So what I tagged her in was I was in, as I normally am, I was in a cord maze and I- As one is. (laughs) And I saw this like scarecrow-esque thing that looked like her. It was weird. And I just like tagged her and I was like, is this Phoebe Bridgers? And then I saw that she saw it and just did not, did not share it, did not comment, (laughs) just saw it. was in my scene fucking killed me i was just like phoebe i'm so sorry i'm so sorry this had to be our first interaction now phoebe bridgers isn't gonna be a guest in our podcast it's both devastating but understandable uh, i i get like so i get such joy um and it's weird like it's um I feel like if I was younger, it would be more, or, like, a little bit more immature, I guess. It would be more of a exciting thing. But, like, when I comment or tag one of my favorite artists and they, like, either re- respond or, like, like it and respond, I get so happy. I'm like, yay, you think I'm funny. And yeah. then, like, the little kid in me was like, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. Also, like, they're just people and it's, like, not that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. But it does spark this... joy. Yeah, it's just, like, it's... It is, even though it's, like, a fleeting thing, it's, like, a recognition of your existence by somebody who, whose existence you enjoy. Um, and, yeah, it can be very, very, uh, trying to think of the right word. Um, it's, like, almost, like, affirming. It's, like, oh, yes, okay, so this person notices me and maybe thought it was funny or, like, so, so, like, whatever. Um, it reminds me of one time where, like, I just tweeted out into the void um, that I would be front row uh waiting for tegan and sarah at boston calling so like i tagged them in it and i was like if anybody sees me just like wave hi <laughs> just like throwing like throwing it out there because like yeah. for for anybody who's following me that um that could have been at the show um just because like you know the like tegan and sarah community and whatever um yeah come say hi say what's up i, w- I was like um oh, i have the short silver hair just like wave sarah comes out on the stage and waves shut up (laughs) shut the fuck up like when like when she like walked out when she like walked out like i didn't mean for them to say hi to me i just meant for strangers to say hi to me and sarah just like comes out like like kind of like looks out into the crowd and just like waves i was like oh you thought i meant i wanted you to say hi to me (laughs) (laughs) oh 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 thank you for following through (laughs) yeah i I was like i didn't mean for you guys to wave to me but like hey sarah like i'll take it (laughs) i'll fucking i'll fucking take it because yeah like it's it's fun like when you're at shows and stuff just to like meet other people who are tegan and sarah fans or whatever and just like have show friends which like you know from like going to shows and like sitting and waiting and making friends with the people around you like that happens so it was really funny it was it was really weird it was really funny that's hilarious (laughs) that actually reminds me 
I'm sure you were at the show. I wasn't at the show. Um, someone that I used to date had an ex who was like a super, um, who was a Tegan and Sarah super fan. And uh-huh. um, they lived in, live in, they lived in New England. I think they lived in um, like closer to Boston at the time. And they were at a Tegan and Sarah show. I'm assuming it was probably at a Boston show. And mm-hmm. I think it was Tegan who said something like, oh, I need chapstick. So the girl that I was dating, her ex threw the chapstick on the stage and like <laughs> Tegan's like, I'm not going to actually use this, but like, she like had it. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember any part of a show that it depends on how far back, because like the first Tegan and Sarah show I went to was probably like 13 years ago That's a really long at this time point. Ago. Yeah. It's, it was the, it was the hot minute ago. I think the first time I saw Tegan and Sarah was at the Orpheum theater in Boston um, with my mom. My mom came <laughs> with my mom, which is such a good venue because it's small. So like, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, like on it's, the sm- the seats are too small, but like the venue oh, itself is small, which God. is great. But you're yeah, literally because, like sitting on top of each other. Yeah, because you came to hang for like a little bit during I think Amanda Palmer, just because I had the extra ticket, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You just like showed up late. It's like I am like a relatively tall person. My knees at the end of like any show at the Orpheum where you're in those like one of those like first three sections like rip <laughs> like yep. by my knees yep like like it's it's were people just like smaller back then when they made this theater no idea but it does remind me like how um and I know this is not a RuPaul fan cast but um I love him but so he RuPaul is 6'4 right so think of the tallest person you know probably six foot six two mm-hmm. this motherfucker is 6'4 his husband is six seven just want to point that out <laughs> six that, it seven. sounds like he's he's ready to fight gravity with for that real. height for real though so um rue's always complaining about how like they can't like his husband can't sit shoot like they like going to musicals and plays and because mm-hmm. they're bougie as fuck but um they he says like a lot of the times like they have to sometimes they have to like leave because they can't sit in the seats like they're just like we're too fucking tall for this shit. Like, yeah. you can't sit. Like, there's no way in hell either of them would be able to even go to a show at the Orpheum if they're sitting in that front section there because they, there's no fucking way. Yeah. No chance in hell. Like, and I'm like average height and it's like how I'm sitting now, which is like basically my knees yeah. to my chest. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, seriously though. Um, what was really nice was that, uh, so we went to go see Jonathan Van Ness do stand up. Um, and we had, so if you've never been to the Orpheum Theater, um, so there's three sections towards the front, and those are the sections that we're talking about where the seats are, like, really close. Um, we had, like, the front row of the section behind that, that's all aisle. Like, it's, like, where people are, like, walking through to get through, so you had unlimited foot space. Like, unlimited <laughs> legroom. Only problem was that, like, people were just, like, kept on like walking past and blocking the show which kind of yep. sucked but like compared to not having enough leg room <laughs> i was like i'll take it i guess yeah or it's better to sit in the balcony honestly because i sat in the balcony for the tegan and sarah tour like, i think that um your roommate was there um for the book tour oh no she saw them in chicago okay well for that book it was tour, for yeah. it was that it was that tour but um I was going to say, <laughs> my exes who were dating each other and then also some friends from college were at that oh, yeah. show. <laughs> and that's when, that's one of the times that I saw them at that venue, which is really funny. Um, but yeah, it was really funny because like, it was like sitting, 
to the section to the left was my exes who were dating each other and the two rows behind was my college friends who um it was my college friend and her fiance and at that point like she hadn't seen me in person with like my hair cut off so i was like waving like a like a mad lad waving and my exes looked at me like i was out of out of my mind um i like i had like said hey to them before they sat down so like i'd already talked to them yeah um but my college friends just like didn't know that i was there and so i was like waving and then finally like her fiance was like was like pointed to me so i like ran over to go say hi to them um but sitting in the balcony is like there's a little bit more leg space which is nice i'm finding that as i get older i don't feel the need to be at the front for every single show which is kind of nice because like for certain shows like i can if i can find a good enough spot to chill like i'm i'm there because it's yeah. kind of like, like how we stood for uh for king princess oh my god that was so ideal yeah that, like that spot is golden it's so it's so fucking nice and then like you know i think the next it was either the night before or the following night after king princess i was at slater kinney and that's one that i was like front row for mm-hmm. so like the the difference between the two i didn't want to be in a sea of like 16 year old 16 slash queers fucking 12 12 to like 12 to 16 they're yeah children it was it was weird too because like that that particular show like um people the people who were like letting us in or whatever like i gave them my id to get a bracelet and they're like oh uh we haven't had too many of pretty much like we haven't had we too haven't many of used p- you people. your kind the people who are old enough to fucking drink and i was like yeah give me my fucking bracelet i want to drink dude <laughs> like, <laughs> let me go to my queer concert in peace i don't need your fucking judgment yeah i'm an adult thank you very much i bought this ticket with my own money <laughs> did i Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I there was one ticket that um oh that was the L oh my god that was the fucking LP show where um I had the flu and I couldn't go. I remember oh, like man. I felt sick that night. I think like I don't know if Tanya gave me that ticket or I don't even think I paid for it. I don't remember paying for yeah, it. Maybe I, I don't did. remember. I don't yeah I don't remember what the situation was. But I'm kind of glad that you weren't there for that show because that I would have given you one, the flu. Well, that but also like that was a show where um this this guy actually like on purpose shoved me and tanya out of the way oh yeah i remember you were telling me about that like that guy was such a fucking prick like to the like to this day like you know being at a show like that there was like a nice older gentleman who like when tanya went to run to the bathroom i was just like oh my girlfriend's coming back like my girlfriend will be back here and he was like okay 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 um and he backed up but then i think it was like one of his relatives or something he like all of a sudden like three people out of the woodwork or like right next to us and then like shut like this man, like, when we were, like, hey, like, back up. Like, we've been standing here for, like, for, for like, an hour or two. Um, full-on shoved us. Like... It's just, like, ridiculous. People are so, like... It just makes me so fucking angry when... You, you can tell when people don't go to shows that often or are just rude and just, like, very self-entitled. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I've been standing here for, like, an hour or two. And you've pushed me? Like, you, like, you on purpose full force pushed me and my partner yep. at a at a show that is a lesbian singer would he this, do like, that if you were two men probably not like it's just this it, like absolutely fucking disgusting like that's like one of my like worst like show memories and that like will ruin the show for you yeah it's like how am i supposed to how am i supposed to enjoy this show when you are being an aggressive asshole like yeah i actually there was one time um i saw Brandy Carlisle in Vermont and um I was front row and we were 
there wasn't really any, um, there wasn't really, there wasn't like a railing. So there was just like the big speakers yep. and then, which had tarps over them cause it was raining. And then like the stage was behind them, but there was no like, so you're either standing in fr- right in front of the speakers or like in between the speakers. It yeah, was I know real, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah we're, we're weird setup, but, um, so we're in front row and I was very excited, but these people next to me were fucking hammered. Like, they were so drunk, and they were jumping all over the place and, like, screaming, and, like, one of the girls was, like, younger, she probably just turned 21, and she, like, didn't even know who the band was, and it's like, first of all, you're in the front fucking row, and you don't know who the band was. They were, like, talking through it, because they, like, didn't really care, and they were just jumping all over, and there was um, other Bramley members, like, next to us who were just, like, like, should we say something? But, like, the Bramley is so cool, like, we just, like we're just there to have a good time. They're like, no, we'll just let them be fucking it. Like, you know, whatever. But like, it like ruined, they, they talk and fucking scream through the whole opener, which ruined that. Um, and then when the Brandy and the band came on, like we were all like, okay, if they are obnoxious through the headliner, like we're, we might just fucking kill them. Um, and one of them jumped on my ankle, like jumped so high oh, and then like came down on my ankle. And I'm like, I am fucking standing here. I am a person who is standing here. You are not yeah. alone here, like in this row. Yeah. Like you need to back the fuck up. And they were drunk and they're like, oh, you don't want to go next to her. She's going to yell at you. It's like, you literally jumped on me, like yeah. on my body. Like, yes, I'm not going to be nice to you after this. Like, course, back the like, fuck of up. Of course not. Of course not. Oh, God. I'm so fucking mad. It's like I miss concerts, but I don't miss I don't miss people. that. Like I just don't miss people being really fucking rude. Because <laughs> like, depending on the show that you go to, will dictate what kind of audience. Uh, okay, now we've got a penny shot. I don't even know if you can see her. <laughs> I, of course, I can see her. <laughs> she's, she's rotund. Sorry, she um, just she was cute. Yes, very cute cat. Um, oh, the kind of show that you go to will dictate what kind of audience they there is, and it. For me personally, it seems that the more popular the artist, the worse the audience. Yes. Like, so I have seen, um, which I've definitely talked about this before on this specific podcast. um, I saw Lizzo open for Slater Kinney like eight years ago. Like, like before, you know, before she had the back. Did she have the backup dancers yet? I don't think she had backup dancers yet. And she, she was an opener. Like, that like I, that's that's my first exposure to her and then and when i saw her at paradise rock club like i don't know maybe like a few years after that and then you know it's, it was like around that point when she started getting like really popular and so like after the point that she started becoming like really really popular with um oh shit what song was it um good as hell she was opening for Haim, and that show my friend almost got the shit kicked out of him by some like drunk asshole and then like when i went to see her at the house of blues like this girl left her spot her spot got taken she comes back she starts pushing into me and it's like she has this i remember it was like a mesh like it was like a mesh sleeve on whatever shirt she had i just had a tattoo done and so she kept rubbing into my arm like with a spot where the tattoo was starting to peel oh god no so like gross news for her i thought it was really funny because i was like you're being a dick and tanya actually said something to her and was like hey um you left your spot and you keep pushing to my girlfriend like chill and she was like yeah like like she was really shitty about it and she made it worse so i uh, hope you enjoy having your shirt ruined by uh my gross tattoo scab uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah i like I, again i miss i miss concerts but i don't 
miss concerts. <laughs> yeah. It is funny, though, like, when you say, um, like, I can go back. It, it's funny going to shows for artists who, like, aren't really that big. And then once they get big, you know, the difference between, like, the crowd and everything. So I remember yeah. Brandy opening before the Grammys opening for Old Crow Medicine show. And, like, like people, like, weren't even at their, their seats really yet. And, like, no one mm-hmm. was, like... They were just all just very sitting very quietly and just, like, waiting for Old Crow Medicine Show to come on. But, like, then, then the Grammys happened and now, like, you can barely get a ticket for, like, under $100 and, like, people are just, like, fucking going crazy. And it's just mm-hmm. that transition is, I think, is, um, it's interesting to, like, experience that being a thing. But, yeah, concerts suck sometimes. Um, and, yeah. I mean, I am a pit person, but, like you said, like, if it's, I don't know, like, I really only go to shows if it's someone that like i really 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 like um yeah because i'm poor and i can't um afford to just like go to a show for like everyone that i like i like but i'm not like obsessed with yeah um so like most of the time like i'll be as close as fucking physically possible if i can um yeah Unless it's, like, you know, like, when I went to see Celine Dion, I'm obviously not going to spend, like, $1,500 on a fucking front row seat. <laughs> me, and the, me and the high, high nosebleeds at the TD Garden for share. <laughs> You're like, well, I mean, I wouldn't even spend, like, thousands of dollars for Brandy. Like, I would still just get, like, you know, whatever seat yeah. was accessible and it, I could afford. Yeah, you know? like, I'm super, like, I'm super worried now for, like, when Phoebe can tour again. Like, I, uh I just, I really hope that it doesn't just completely destroy, like, ticket prices, and then also, like, they'll have the audience be fucking shitty. Um, because I've seen, we went to go see, um, I went with some friends, and Tanya was there separately, which was really funny. Um, going to see Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, Phoebe Bridgers, and then them do the Boy Genius set at the end of the show, and then, like, I've seen Phoebe with connor overs for the for their band better oblivion community center um and that sold out really fast like i remember very specifically that selling out the sinclair like so fast um but like the tickets were like relatively inexpensive and she they're playing like relatively smaller venues because the orpheum uh so i've seen her at the sinclair and the orpheum and the orpheum is like got like a thousand seats maybe yeah yeah they usually do two nights yeah, the two or three nights because um, tickets sell out so quick because there's not a lot of seats. Yeah, for that show they w- they only did the one night because um, I probably would have gone to both. Um, but speaking speaking of which, Julian Baker's new record came out yesterday and it's really good. <laughs> nice transition, smooth as butter. Smooth. Specifically, the spready butter, <laughs> the the kind that comes in the little plastic container and has a little bit of canola oil in it. Yeah, just a little oil for fun. It's not for fun. It's for spreading stuff. There's a chemical reason. <laughs> this isn't a joke. <laughs> I'm very serious about my spready butter. Don't make me call Walda. I will don't call, make me call Don't make me call Francine. <laughs> uh, um, um, what else has come out? You said... Um, I was going to say, I, I was talking about this before. Um, for people who listen to the podcast and don't just creep on me and Steph's video calls. Um... So, so Julian Baker's new record came out, um, and then over the last few days, um, Japanese Breakfast has been putting out teasers for new music coming out on Tuesday. So that'll be, I think, March third or March second, one or the other. Pretty sure it's like March second. Um, uh, 
JSOM and the I think she's the lead singer from a band called Pale Hound. They have a new project called um is it called Bachelor? I think it's called Bachelor and they have a single that's really good. Um and then Lucy Dacus was teasing new music too. And my brain my brain on Thursday was just like about to fucking explode cuz I was like <laughs> here we here we fucking go. This is what I wanted to have happen. Like we're getting there's like a light at the end of the tunnel for handling COVID. Like I need, want all of this new music. I'm ready to go to shows again. Um, hoping that by the by the end of this year, like we're starting to see some traction. Mostly because I have a ticket to Bikini Kill in November, and I would be really upset if I don't get to fucking see Bikini Kill. Would that be your first show? Of it would be my first show. Oh, so it would exciting. be my first show. I have like all my other tickets like got refunded except for that one and for um alt rock band circus survive uh for the beginning of next year at the house of blues um which i i like really doubt that that show is going to happen because like that's a show where people are throwing punches and moshing yeah yeah Yeah. it wouldn't be the worst thing if that was rescheduled but but then again well they put they've pushed it a few times um but I'm like I'm just I'm I'm hopeful that maybe like mid year this year, um, the people who are going to get vaccinated are going to be vaccinated, um, but of course there's going to be a certain population who will not be getting vaccinated because they suck ass in the bad way. No kink shaming. Suck ass bad way. <laughs> kink sh- no kink shaming. Um, I just listen. I I don't want to be divisive with our audience. Got to make sure you don't accidentally kink shame somebody. Oh, listen, girl. I am constantly. Um watching drag race so there's a lot of um ass eating that um that they don't show don't get me wrong i'm not saying drag race is showing <laughs> ass eating but i'm just used to um those kinds of uh, um references i guess yeah so forget yeah. you girl i'm using it in a bad way which again is why <laughs> i don't want to be shaming nobody ain't nobody getting shamed here walda francine Francis. Francis. This is so stupid. We're so stupid. We're so fucking stupid. Look at that bunch of fucking stupids we are. It's mostly that we just make very stupid jokes and think it's funny when there's nothing funny about it. We think we're funny. God. My mom Um, thinks I'm funny. (laughs) My mom does not think I'm funny. She's like, I don't. (laughs) She's like, get away from me. Um, who are you whose child are you i don't think you're mine she just doesn't get my jokes i'm 100 percent my dad's humor 100 percent um what um i get distracted so easily i'm so sorry what um what uh there's uh you got you got some things to plug you got uh what uh what in the what do you um, <laughs> nothing to plug right now just like when you can get vaccinated please please See. i want i want life to start to get back to normal it's not going to be normal right away no one force themselves to like act like everything's fine because we're still dealing with an economic crisis and also this pandemic um so please get vaccinated please keep wearing your mask once you get vaccinated an important thing to remember is that wow um while the the vaccines are are doing really well in terms of you know efficacy um we still have to social distance and mask up until covid is manageable and like it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit longer than it should have been thanks to uh thanks to our previous fucking shitty administration Um, yep and by people you know bowing to capitalism instead of caring about the well-being of their constituents 
Yep. Um, so mask up, vaccinate when you can, and just like don't be an asshole. Uh, that's those are my plugs. <laughs> that's all, folks. That's um, all I gotta say. I I don't think I have anything to plug. But I did have a question about... Bless um, you. Thank you. <laughs> but I did have a question about the Gaga Oreos. Um, yes, ma'am. I have two packs of them. What do I do with them? Eat them and then complain that you're sick and you don't know why. <laughs> oh, no, no. I won't be able to eat them. They, not only are they chemicals and dairy, but they have gluten. That's just all wrong. I mean, I don't know why you fucking bought them then. That's on you. <laughs> just because, like, they're a rare... Th- like, they were hard to find. And then I found them and I was like, ooh, gotta buy them. Maybe I'll sell them on eBay. I don't know. And the marketing has worked. (laughs) (laughs) I think, honestly, I think I might, I think one pack I'm just going to keep for, like, ever. And um, maybe one day they'll be worth something. I can sell them to an antique store or something. An antique store. Here are some dusty Oreos that are pink. (laughs) Enjoy. They're not even pink. They're, like, a fucking orange. They're, like, Halloween colors. Orange and green. I love that. <laughs> um, ooh, actually, uh, everybody stream Little Oblivions by Julian Baker. Her new record kicks ass. You heard it here. Oh, there is um, my phone is in my face. Uh, Michelle Visage and teamed up and did a song with, I want to say it's Step Five. Is that a is that a band? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> it, it's got to be a UK thing because she's really big in the UK. Um, they are called. My nose is so fucking itchy. Oh wow, weird band name. They are called, uh, where's my, um, oh, they're just called Steps. Okay. Yeah. It's a single, um, that's going to be on their new album. That's all. Okay. Well, you heard it here. (laughs) Is that our new tagline? (laughs) Well, you you heard it here. Um, all right, everybody, you heard it here. Stay gay. (laughs) You heard it here, and if you want to hear more, uh, email us at uh, gaysandpodcast at gmail.com. Or anchor.fm slash gayisin. Finger guns, pew pew, pew pew, pew pew, pew. Stay gay, motherfuckers. Stay gay. Peace. (laughs)